Welcome to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin Solomon, Senior Rabbi of Congregation Beth Hillel in Roswell, Georgia. Beth Hillel is one of the largest Messianic Jewish synagogues in the world and provides a place where Jewish people can find the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus in Hebrew, and retain their Jewishness. It's also where Gentiles worship and embrace the roots of the faith in drawing closer to God. Click the link in the description to support this ministry or to view our YouTube channel. Let's join Rabbi Kevin now as he shares this word from Scripture. Okay, everybody, well, a little bit different. This is the Days of All Worship Shabbat. This is a different service than we have. In fact, it's different than any other Shabbat service we have in the whole year. None are quite like this. Uh, It's very, very different. So I want you just to kind of relax and feel free just to kind of uh, you know, if you want there, just to, just to kind of let your hair down, so to speak, because we're going to be enjoying ourselves uh, today on this Shabbat. We are in the Amim Noraim, the days of awe. Those are the days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And these are days where we must seek God's face and we must make amends. It's part of the purpose of these holy days. Repentance is a, is a very important theme when it comes to the days of awe. And so whatever it is in your life, whatever that thing is in your life, seek to make a course correction. Defeat the adversary in your life in whatever area where he's made some inroads. Forgive people. Forgive people. Let me say it again. Forgive others and ask for forgiveness. Uh, one of the important uh, points to make when it comes to these, these special days, when it comes to forgiveness, is that so many, oftentimes so many people feel like they're wronged by others. But the question is not even focused on that. We need to forgive them, but we need to ask for forgiveness too. Because even if you're only responsible for 10% of it and they're responsible for 90, ask for forgiveness for the 10%. Well, it puts me in a tough position. It makes me look like I'm the one who's got it all wrong. It doesn't matter. Ask for forgiveness. Uh, it, is, it is the thing to do, especially in the seasons, part of the purpose of these days. I've asked today, you're going to be noticing, I've asked some musicians to help me do the ministering. Uh, this weekend, I'm going to be, you, you've heard me a lot already, and you're going to be hearing me the next few days in Yom Kippur. So I want to let the Lord touch you as you participate in our worship service. Attempt to establish a connection between you and the Lord. Worship God. Clap when appropriate. Raise holy hands to the Lord. You know, King David, Melch David in the Tanakh, Scripture says He raised hands in worship of God. It is a a type of worship modeled by our own ancestors and Melch David himself. It's right there in the Psalms in multiple places. So raising hands in worship is a very Jewish and biblical thing 
to do, to make that connection with our creator. This is the time we're in. This is the season that we are in. Get ready, because I really believe that you're going to be feeling the presence of the Almighty here today. We are here during these Yamim Noraim to worship God, our creator. And it's one of our purposes in life, in fact. And I want you to feel and learn to sense the presence of God. It's interesting because we know theoretically that God is all around us and that God is available to us. But oftentimes, y'all, we go through our normal day in life, whether it be work or school or whatever it is that we do uh, in the marketplace, and we don't oftentimes actually think about the creator of the universe, right? But you, we be people believe in him philosophically, but they don't think about him. Well, these days in particular, days where we should seek to build a connection between ourselves and the Almighty and God. So to, to, to learn to sense the presence of God. I think that if you are open to it, and I think even online as well, you're going to sense the presence of the Lord today. Now, I'm going to be sharing some scriptures with you. I'm going to be kind of alternating and rotating with the musicians. They're going to do some music. I'll share some of the word. They're going to do some music. I'll share some of the word, etc., etc. This is how today's going to go. And the scriptures that I'm going to be sharing with you today are directly related to the music that I've asked the worship team to share today. So, all the rest of the music today, my playlist, okay, for today, for you, okay? And so these are songs that I've asked the musicians to play in uh, uh, as much as th this is part of what I would like for us to focus on, and I'm going to be giving to you some scriptures so that we understand it more. Friends, I hope you know that most of the music that we do here at Beth Hillel comes straight from the Word of God or leads us directly to it. And so it's really important to, to, to think about the words to these songs, even if you normally don't. So to really, as the musicians are singing and, and worshiping, and as you are singing and worshiping the Lord, sometimes it's easy just to sing along. Uh, you know all the words, maybe, and, and you're just following along. Well, what's the point? If you're not actually thinking about what you're saying, what it becomes is it becomes like liturgy in a, in a, in a, in a synagogue where, where you don't even know what you're saying. You're just going through the motions and, you, and, you're, and you're davening and you're not even thinking about what it is that you're actually saying, but you're just going through the, the uh, routine of it and it's rote. That is not what we're looking for, friends. That's not what God is looking for. So as we sing our worship songs, I want for you to really think about what the words are to reflect on it in your life. We're going to start in 1 Chronicles chapter 16, please. 1 Chronicles 16. Again, what I'm going to give you today is because a lot of the music is right out of the Word of God or leads us directly to it, I'm going to give you some scripture today and to give it to you with a little bit of a, a, an understanding of it so that when we sing it later, you can, you can understand it more fully and, uh, and more fully embrace it. Okay, what is one of the reasons that we don't have to fear death? One of the reasons we don't have to fear death, because we've read the last page and we win! 
<laughs> I read the last page of the book, everybody. We win. That's a, that's a great story, isn't it? That's a great thing. Okay, what does it say in First Chronicles? This is in the Tanakh, verse, chapter 16, verse 31. It says this, Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let them say among the nations, Adonai reigns. Whoo! That is some good stuff right there. Let the heavens be glad and let us on the earth rejoice, saying among the nations, Adonai reigns. Think about this, brothers and sisters. See, we can bless the name of the Lord without hesitation. We can say, bless you, Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. We can say that without hesitation. Why? He reigns. He reigns. He reigns in the world. He should reign in your life. Does that mean that everything in the world that happens is his will? No, it's not. But nonetheless, he reigns. And as I said, I read the last page, we win, okay? God wins, really. And we're just happen to be on the, his team. <laughs> you understand. Okay, and so without hesitation, we can rejoice and bless the Lord because he reigns. Our God, see, that gives us great hope. That should give you great hope when we're coming up against obstacles and trials because it's hard to persevere if you don't know what will happen. Everybody's got trials in their life. Everybody's got tribulations. Everybody's got difficulties. Everybody has things that they have to work through. It's hard for all of us. I don't care how perfect you are. Okay, but, but, but if we actually know in the end that we will be with God, okay, then, then that changes the perspective of things. Listen, again, in this world, Yeshua himself tells us, in this world you will have tribulation, right? But, but I have overcome the world, he said, so you can rejoice. So we don't know everything that's gonna happen here on this. So there's gonna be some hard times, but in the end, we'll be with the Lord. Why? Because, wait for it, he reigns. I talked about that, right? So what is the worst that can happen to us? The worst thing right, worst thing happens to us, we're gonna be with God. By the way, that's a, not a bad thing <laughs> to be with God eternally, right? God reigning is one of the most substantive things that we can internalize. Because our God reigns, we can handle that which we are dealing with and that which is to come. We can bless his name because our God reigns. Revelation chapter one, please. Revelation chapter one, Bavakasha. Mm. Thank you, Lord. He does reign. We read in the book of Revelation something very interesting that Adonai Elohim, the Lord God, says. It's a very, very powerful verse. And it's a verse that is, that is echoed by the angels in Revelation chapter 4 also. So this is, this is being uh, spoken and sung in the heavenly realm. God says, I am the Aleph, uh, I am the Alpha and the Omega, 
says Adonai Elohim, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Now, I want you to think about that for just a minute. God says that he was, he is, he was, and he is to come, right? He is, he was, he is to come. This is very, very, this is very interesting, something that I'd never really noticed before, and I just like really dug into it uh, to make sure I had this right. It's interesting because the Adon Olam, Bruce knows the Adon Olam very well. He was raised with the Adon Olam your whole life. You've known the Adon Olam. It's a beautiful prayer and blessing that's been a part of Shabbat liturgy in Judaism since at least the 1400s. Scholars say at least the 1400s, uh, the Adon Olam has been part of the Shabbat liturgy. Adon Olam is so very beautiful. It's considered a mainstay of Jewish worship. It's so interesting that part of this Jewish liturgy says in the Adon Olam, and he was, and he is, and he will be in glory. Vehu haya, vehu hove, vehu yeh betifarah, right? That, that, that's part of the Adon Alam. We know that. It's funny. It's hard to say it. I just want to sing it. I just, I've sung it so much. Mom, it's okay. Say it, Kev. Say it. Don't sing it. Okay, it's right. Okay. It's so interesting. But, but what's so interesting about this is that this concept of God being who was and who is and who will is to come, the only place this is found in scriptures is in the Brich Hadashah, the New Covenant. That's the only place it's found in scriptures. How very interesting that is. And yet this is a part of the Adon Alam. Isn't that interesting, Bruce? Something you never really thought of before. That this is part of our, well, this, this is the nature of God and him reigning in our lives. The musicians are going to go ahead and come up now. And, and, and the, the following version of the Adon Alam that we're going to start with today is one from Beth Hillel's Phil Klein. And I want for you to really let these words go deeply into your spirit. We're going to be talking about different things today, and we're going to have some music now, some of which you will find familiar because I've already talked about it in Scripture, including the Lord of the world, the Adon Olam, which, which says specifically in it, uh, who was and is and is to come. Uh, and so let's spend some time just focusing on worshiping the Lord right now.
Wash me as clean as new fallen snow. You are my rock when sorrows fall. My cup of life whenever I call. Into your hands I place my soul. Lord of the world, make my life whole. I don't know love, I share my
worship your holy We wait. 
be with you and all you said you'll do because we know that all your promises are true oh we know that all your promises are true lift up your voice and say our god is worthy to be praised forever we will shout your name god almighty reigns our god reigns motion all your plans you sent a spotless lamb the king of heaven humbled as a man you're the king of heaven humbled as a man lift up your voice and say God, we long to be with you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Woo. Oh, Lord, we know that you indeed do reign. 
God. And, and that, that is what gives us our long-term hope in life, is the fact that you do reign. The Lord God Almighty reigns. And that way we can sing hallelujah and we can turn our lives over to him and we can bless the Lord, oh my soul. Why? Because 10,000 years and then forevermore. Oh Lord God, we thank you for being not just the Lord of the world, but the Lord of our lives as well. Who was and is and is to come, is forever to be. And Lord, we thank you for these things. Lord, we bless you. Mm. Thank you, oh God. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Yeshua, Lord, we thank you. Ah, you may be seated. You may be seated. We're just getting started, guys. Just, just getting started. Everybody, we are getting started. Psalm 118, thank you so much, Psalmist. They're coming right back up in just a couple minutes. You know, during Sukkot, there is an important refrain that we say. It's so interesting, uh, during Sukkot, it's, a, it's, a, it's something that we do, and particularly when we're waving the lulav and the etrog, uh, which is coming up. I hope you ordered your lulav and etrog uh, for Sukkot. Uh, and what is it? The refrain that is during Sukkot is, we need the Lord's help. And, and, and you know why? Because you can't do it by yourself. I don't care how good you are. You can't do it by yourself. It's gonna, life is hard enough, friends, to, 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 to be so audacious as to think that we in our own strength have the ability is hubris. No, no, we have to rely on Hamelech, the king. We got to rely on him who knows all things, who sees all things. This is part of the refrain during the season that we're in is we need God's help. Ana Adonai. You know, hear me, O oh Lord, help me, help me, O oh God. Uh, and, and, and we say, but why? Because during Sukkot, we pray for rain. If you go to Israel right now, it's likely they haven't had much of any rain of any substance since, you know, sometime in the early spring, maybe April, March, April-ish. And oftentimes there's absolutely no rain between then and around Sukkot, around now. And so it's very traditional for our people during Sukkot to pray for rain. Why? Because after such a long drought, if you don't get rain, you in deep trouble. You in deep trouble after such a long dry spell. You're in a lot of trouble, so we pray for rain. But what is that prayer for rain? It's, it's praying for the favor of God. It's asking God for help. It's so interesting. You know, listen, yes, in Israel, actually, right now, we have desalinization plants that, that, that take the seawater and make it uh, fresh water, which is absolutely amazing. But still, in the world today, we still haven't figured out how to change the weather. <laughs> and so what, what do we see happening in the world today? In fact, it's a very poignant reminder we see fires, we see storms, we see hurricanes, we see crazy weather patterns, ridiculous heat, all these different odd weather patterns. You know what we need? We need help. All of our sechel, all of our wisdom, all of our intelligence can't figure out something as simple as changing the weather. Now, how about that? See, we need God's help. It's symbolic because you need God's help in your life as well. One of the most Frequently quoted verses comes from the Psalm, Psalm 118, 
which says this, verse 25, that we read during this time, it says this, Hoshiana, Hoshiana, please Adonai, save now. We beseech you, Adonai, prosper us. Baruch haba b'shem Adonai. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of Adonai. This is Psalm 118, verses 25, 26. We say it every year during Sukkot. We're waving the lulav and the etrog. Other times during the high holy days, we say what? Hoshiana or Hosanna. Hoshiana means save us. It's a cry. It should be a almost a primal cry from our hearts that are dis- despite our modern sensibilities and our great intellect. And listen, getting education is great. I've got a master's degree myself. I, I understand getting an education is important, but God is not impressed with our education. God is not impressed with our IQ. He created us. He wants for us to say, Hoshiana, save us. Not to think that we can depend on ourselves. It's a totally different mindset. Can there be a better theme during the high holy days than, oh God, save us? What a great theme during the high holy days. Can there be a better theme to your life, in fact, than Hoshiana? Oh God, save us. It's interesting, Matthew chapter 21 Please. It says in Psalm 18, Baruch Hashem blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And we read something interesting that happened in Matthew chapter 21 when Moshiach Yeshua entered Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives down the, what they refer to as the Palm Sunday Road down to by the Garden of Gethsemane and all. Uh, if, if you come with me to Israel, I'm taking a tour there next May. Uh, we have uh, some flyers out now, and the, the website's almost done also. Uh, I, then I encourage you, we're going to be going to these places. We'll be going to this particular place, in fact. So what happened? Yeshua was entering into Jerusalem, and the people responded with this familiar refrain from the Psalms. Why? Because they knew their Tanakh. It's in verse 8. Matthew 21, 8, it says, Most of the crowd spread their clothing on the road, and others began cutting branches from the trees and spreading them on the road. The crowd going before him, being Yeshua, and those following kept shouting, saying, Hoshiana, Hoshiana to Ben David, Hoshiana to the son of David, Baruch Shem Adonai, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hoshiana in the highest. This is what our people said when Yeshua came into Yerushalayim, into Jerusalem. The musicians can come on back up and get ready because when you say Hoshiana, you are declaring the greatness of our God right? You are declaring the greatness of our God. When you say, blessed be he who comes in the name of the Lord, you are declaring him to be king. That's what that proclamation really is, friends. This is one of the reasons why Yeshua says, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who stoned the prophets, how I long to gather you as as a mother hen gathers her chicks, but you will not see me again until you say, 
Baruch Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. If you go into Jerusalem today, as you enter the city, there's a, a sign that's very famous as you're going into Jerusalem. Baruchim Habaim. In, in, in Hebrew, it just means welcome. You say that to people if you're welcoming the men. Baruchim Habaim. Welcome to you. Okay, but literally, we know that this essentially comes to us from Psalm 118. Baruch Hababa Shem Adonai, blessed be he who comes in the name of the Lord. It's a welcoming. Yeshua says, you will see me again when you welcome me back to Jerusalem. This is what he says. And so we should pour out our praise to our king who reigns above all other kings. Why? Because our God is great. Our God is great. He has given you your breath. Amen. You know, when we think we got it all under control, friends, how, how quick that can change. I visit people in the hospital and they're on a breathing machine and they're struggling to breathe. And with all that we have in us, we, man, has not figured out how to live forever. And you know what? Every breath we have comes from above. The sooner we recognize that in our lives, the, the quicker our lives are going to be put in the right perspective, right? He has given you your breath, so let's give him our best praise. Let's all stand and worship the Lord together as we lift up his name and talk about how great he indeed is. give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore every heart that is broken.
Save us, O Lord. Hoshiana. Is that your cry today? Is that your cry watching online? Hoshiana, save us, O God, Lord. That is our prayer. Lord, save us. We need you. We, we don't know. We can't make the rain. Only you can bring the rain. Bring us rain, O Lord. Hoshiana, save us. And whatever the situations are in our lives that we're going through, Lord, we don't have all the answers. Only you have all the answers. We don't know what to do. You know what to do. We humble ourselves before you, Lord. And we say to you, Hoshiana, save us. Baruch HaBab Blessed be he who comes in the name of the Lord. Even so, quickly come, Lord Yeshua. Thank you, O God. We bless you for this, Lord, in Yeshua's name. In Yeshua's name we ask, Lord, thank you. Ooh, you may be seated for just another couple of minutes. Psalm 46, please. Psalm 46. Oh my goodness, Psalm 46. We are, we are starting to flow. I told you earlier, learn to sense the presence of the Ruach Elohim. Learn to sense the presence of the Holy Spirit of God. Hopefully, wow, I tell you what, I know that uh, the Ruach Elohim, the Spirit of God is here. And, and during that song, Hoshiana, man, whew, I could feel the presence of the Almighty here. Could you? Okay, many of you said yes. That means learn to, if, if maybe you were here and you're going, wow, this is wild. I, I'm sensing something, but I don't exactly know. I don't understand all this. This is, this is intense. This is, this, is, this is the Lord. And so we need to learn to recognize the Ruach Elohim. Have you ever noticed, friends, in life that we worry too much? Oh, friends, we don't need to worry too much. Oftentimes, God is just waiting for us to take our hands off of the steering wheel. Friends, it's hard to take your hands off the steering wheel. Why? Because we like to have control. Woo, man, we're, we're just all, all, we're all of us a bunch of control freaks. We all want control. At the very least, even if we don't all have like full control, we want to like feel like we're in control. Uh, and, and, and not being in control ourselves is a very disconcerting feeling. However, in Psalm chapter 46, verse 11, God says, be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations. I am exalted in the earth. Adonai Tsevaot is with us. The God of Jacob is our strong tower. Selah. See, friends, oftentimes... We simply need to be still and know that he is God. A lot of times, friends, we're not going to get it all figured out. There are a lot of things in life, uh, Brandon, that I have no idea. You ask me, well, you're the rabbi. Don't you know all these things about why this happened or why that's this happening or, or what this situation is or how come this is going on? No, I don't know all the answers and neither do you. But one thing I do know is that he is God. And so if I know that, then I can apply Psalm 46 about the things that I do not know and, and understand. Be still and know that I am God. Okay, he's got this. Guess what? He's a higher pay grade than you. <laughs> God is a higher pay grade than you, right? If we really, really, really acknowledge that he is God, then it will allow us to lift up our eyes to God and see the salvation of our God. See, if we really believe it, if we really believe that he is God, we'll be able to lift up our eyes, right? 
But the only way to be able to be still and know that he is God is to recognize that he is the king of all the earth. You see, until we recognize that, we, we're, we're, not, we're, we're too antsy. We can't be still and know that he is God until we really get that he's the king, the king of all the earth. See, once we figure this out, it will be easier for us to take our hands off of the steering wheel because he is the creator of the universe and has the world in his hands. That is amazing and reassuring to me. When I don't understand what is going on, he does because he's the king of all the earth. You know, it's one thing they're having, they have driverless cars now. You've seen these things. And, and all of us look at these driverless cars and we think, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Not so sure about that, right? You know, and, and, and sure, there will come a day, I'm sure, when our grandkids and all, or all everybody's in a driverless car, they're all just going around, uh, which is a crazy thought, right? But, but the point is, is that if you are in a driverless car, uh, especially when you're, when you're first getting used to it, you're going to be like, ooh, and, and imagine going 65 miles an hour down a highway with, a, with, with an automatic steering wheel. Right now, that, that freaked me out. It freaked you out too. You know, especially when there's curves, it's like, oh, hold on, changing lanes. Oh, you know, I just want to grab that wheel, right? Of course, it makes sense. I mean, you know, listen, we're depending upon some kind of technology, and let's hope there's no glitch in the matrix, Okay, but, but, but at, the, at the other hand, though, friends, if you really trust that you're giving the steering wheel to the king of all the earth, that's a different ball game. Because then, no matter how good a driver, if I could put it this way, you ain't as good as he. Okay? However good a driver you are, you're not as good as, as, as he is a driver. He can drive your car better than you can. He can, do you know his reaction time when some, some animal jumps in the middle of the, of the road, you're going fast. You, you're not gonna be able to react as fast as he will. See, what I'm saying is in your life, friends, in your life, no, no, what I'm not saying, don't, don't go on the road and say, okay, Lord, I'm just gonna trust you. And take your, no, 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 don't do that. If you do that, you will meet God sooner, okay? <laughs> it's not what I'm saying, Okay, I'm saying in our lives, friends, we gotta take our hands off the steering wheel to trust in him. Song of Solomon, chapter two. Song of Solomon, chapter two, please. But as much as he is the king of, oh, see, this is what's beautiful. Ooh, I love this. As much as he is the king of all the earth, which is just such a esoterically huge thing, and it's, it's hard to even conceptualize. It's so big and grand and gadol, right? As much as he is the king of all the earth, what is also amazing is that he loves us personally. Very personally. The Song of Solomon, the whole book, of course, is a love story that mirrors the love of God for us. Song of Solomon chapter 2 verse 8 says this in the Tanakh, the voice of my lover, behold, he is coming, leaping over the mountains, springtime springing over the hills. As the musicians come on back up, the remarkable part about our God is that he can be, the remarkable part about our God is that he can be the king of all the earth and yet he desires to have such a close and intimate relationship with you. Think about that for just a minute. That's just mind-blowing. 
the king of all the earth, and yet he wants an intimate relationship with us at the same time. So we're going to start off this set of, of music here with a powerful expression of this from the Song of Solomon. And, and, and I'd ask you to please rise and invite the king of all the earth to be so close to you that you invite him to dance with you. There could be nothing as close and how beautiful that is. And what you're saying to God is, God, I, I just want such an, a close relationship with you, God. And, and I want to follow your lead as you dance as you dance me across the, the, the dance floor of life. And you can't get more close and intimate than, than, a, than a dance partner. So let's just lift this up to the Lord and sing this love song to God.
we lift up your name today. I want to ask if there's anybody here who's never said a prayer to receive Yeshua as your Messiah. If you've never committed your life to God, but you want to, wave your hand and we'll have a simple prayer if that's you. If you've never said yes to Messiah Moshiach, but you want to, maybe you're online, you've never said that prayer, say, Dear God, I accept Yeshua as my Messiah. I believe he's risen again, sitting at your right hand. Forgive me my sins, God. I'll live the rest of my days for you. If you said that prayer, send us an email. We want to celebrate with you. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Thank you. We're going to conclude this worship time and this uh, time of intimacy with God. Remain standing for just a moment, but we're going to conclude with a song that greatly ministers to me. Psalm chapter 86, verse 8 says, There is none like you among the gods, my Lord. Uh, there are no deeds like yours. There is none like you, O God, is what it says, right? And we believe this. Do you believe this? And as I shared on Rosh Hashanah, we are especially blessed. Why? We, I mean, in particular, we are especially blessed. Why? Because the disciples saw and they believed, but Yeshua in Yochanan John chapter 20 specifically said, blessed are the ones who have not seen and yet believe. It is a blessing from Messiah Yeshua to each and every one of us that even the 12 disciples did not get because they saw, if you will. So we're going to spend time now and let's just clap before the Lord and, and sing unto God a song for the people.
Thank you, Lord. Let's give the Lord praise today. Thank you, oh God. Woo! You're a good God. Thank you, Abba Father. Woo! We bless you. We bless you this special day, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord. You're a good God. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin. Please like, subscribe, and share this link with a friend. We would be grateful to receive your tax-deductible gift to further the good news of Messiah Yeshua. To make a contribution, please click on the PayPal link in the description. Also, to view our regular services, click the link in the description for our YouTube channel. If you would like more information about Yeshua the Messiah, or how you can become part of our Bethlehem family, please visit our website at www.bethhalel.org. That's B-E-T-H-H-A-L-L-E-L.org. Or call 770-641-3000. If you are in the metro Atlanta area, please visit us for an Arab Shabbat service, Friday nights at 8 o'clock, or Shabbat services, Saturday mornings at 11. God bless and shalom.